where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. And welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you are doing well today. Today we're going to talk about a woman's sexual market value and how she deceives and deludes herself into thinking it's high when it's declining precipitously. Now, most of you guys are familiar with Rolo Tomasi's sexual market value graph. Unfortunately, I can't show it since this is an oral presentation. But you guys can Google if you're not familiar with it. And what do we know? We know female sexual market value starts going up 15, 16, 17 years old and then peaks around 24, 25 and then declines and then declines very fast in her 30s. And then by the time, and this is on a scale of 1 to 10. So she starts around a 5, around age 15, 16. And look, before you guys are like, oh, that's that's pederasty, that's pedophilia. It's, he, it's actually hebophilia. To, to be attracted to underage girls. But remember, I mean, I'm not I'm not a, an apologist for like you going and scamming with 15-year-olds. What I'm saying is let's go back historically. And historically, it was not uncommon for men to marry women as soon as they had their first period. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just looking at his, historically we've done that. The argument against that, of course, is consent. Like, what is the age of consent? And so every country has a different age of consent. It's clearly, you marry off a 12-year-old who just had her, her menarche, her first period. She's not really giving consent. But back in the day, her consent really didn't mean anything because marriage is all about lineage and property and, and, and so forth. But there is an age of consent for sure. But either way, I mean, you've seen nubile 15, 16, 17-year-old girls. So, I mean, look, they they, they do. They, it, it's Essentially, if they can get pregnant, then they're considered to be women, right? So, But we have to give an arbitrary age of consent. So in America, it's 18. But either way, the sexual market value graph starts around 5, goes up to about 10 by the time they're 24, and then starts declining pretty quickly. By the time she's 40, I mean, really, by the time she's 35, she's a 3. And by the time she's 40, she's a 1 out of 1 to 10. And then she's in the invisible years, as I like to call it, for the next 40 years until she dies. And that's not to say a 50-year-old won't be checked out, but she just won't be checked out like when she was 20. And she might be checked out by 65-year-olds if she looks good. But more often than not, uh, that 65-year-old would rather look at a 22-year-old. So... The other thing is SMV of a woman is very low at 40 because it's it's concomitant with her fertility. And so even though you might have actresses like Nicole Kidman who look good for their age at 50-whatever, she's 52 or so, she can't get pregnant. And that's not to say that men want to get all women pregnant, but fertility is an attractive quality because with fertility comes estrogen and estrogen is the is the sex hormone that makes women look like women so it's not necessarily you like the 23 year old because she's fertile and she's got 18 years of fertility 
and you want to have 20 kids with her. It's not that. It's just that the two are intimately connected, fertility and youth, and sometimes beauty, but not always. I mean, look, there's microcosmic fluctuations in SMV. You can have a very ugly, overweight 18-year-old, and her SMV is never going to hit 10. It's never going to hit 10. But either way, if you look at SMV in her eyes, in a woman's eyes, she thinks she's going to hit 10 at age 24, and then she stays at 10 pretty much until she's 55. Now, why do they think this? Sure, some of it is denial. I'm not aging. Men are still looking at me. Oh, I know I'm in menopause, but you know, men are still looking at me. Certainly, some of it is denial. Denial is not only a river in Egypt, right? Some of it is denial, but some of it is just honestly this. Okay, so women intuitively know because they are valued more for their looks than men are. And again, sexual market value is not a determinant of your value as a human being. It's only your value to be able to parlay your beauty into something useful in your life, whether it be finding a job or finding a mate. It's not, doesn't say... Doesn't mean like you're 55, oh, you can't contribute to society. That's nonsense. That's not what sexual market value is about. So when you're 50, women intuitively know that they're aging. And their biggest fear, of course, is always being replaced by the younger generation of women, the 22-year-olds, right? This, this is a common, instinctual, pervasive, guttural, primordial fear that all women have. And it makes sense because they're right. <laughs> I mean, it's, I guess it's no different than, the, the thing is like all women intuitively know that, but with hypergamy, most men don't know the instinct of hypergamy. So with women, they have to worry about the next young woman taking away their man. But with men, they have to worry about a richer man, a more status full man taking their woman away. But most men don't know about hypergamy. They're ignorant of hypergamy. But that's their big fear. But they instinctually know they're aging. And how do you know this? Why? Because older women wear more makeup. Older women know their hair is thinning out. Older women know that they're getting more wrinkles. Older women can tell that their breasts are sagging and they're becoming shoegazers. So what do they do to overcompensate? They plastic surgery, right? more makeup. But it's really all for naught. Now, they might be married. Let's say you have a 48-year-old woman. She might be married to a 50-year-old man. Maybe he still finds her attractive, but he's not going to find her as attractive when she was 48 as when she was 22. It's just not wired that way. And men, doesn't mean she doesn't love, he doesn't love her. I don't know, maybe, I don't know, most marriages are, are miserable. But let's be real. Just like, let's say you're a 39 or 43-year-old woman, you're with your husband, he still looks good or whatever, you're at a restaurant and a beautiful woman walks by and he, and she catches his eye. A lot of men, I'm sorry, a lot of women will get angry at the man. How dare you? Da, 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 da. No. Now, if he's gawking, that's disrespectful. But if he, you know, takes a two-second look, just be like, yeah, honey, yeah, she's attractive, you know. And then you guys can laugh about it. And then you guys can have the game where, where maybe he sees a handsome man. It's like, hey, do you think that man's handsome? Would you jump his bones? That's, that's like levity. It's levity. That's why I like the Amazon show Catastrophe. It was only on three seasons, four seasons, six episodes each season. It's about an American man who impregnates an Irish woman who's 40. So he moves over there. So it's kind of a fish-out-of-water uh, show. But it's, it, they have very good levity. They're able to laugh at each other. And they get in fights and so forth, but they're always able to laugh at each other. 
So that's a good relationship. So women, if you're listening, if your man is looking at something, just understand that's that's the way they're wired. Don't feel threatened. Don't give him a hard time about it. That's just who he is. And you can just be, yeah, she is attractive. You know, just disarm it. Don't make it the elephant in the room where he's all tense and you're all tense. It just come on. Either way. So She's getting older. She instinctually knows it. But let's say you have a single woman who's 40. She's divorced, probably because she initiated divorce, because we know women initiate divorce disproportionately 75 to 90% of the time. So she chose that. So she's divorced. And on one level, she knows she's aging. She knows she can look in the mirror. But on another level, she still gets validation. And here's the problem. This is why women have an inflated view of SMV. Why? Because there's always the beta providers. There's always the beta men that are her age that will sweep up and marry her. And we talk about that. Like a woman's falling off the wall. She's trying to cling on to whatever so she doesn't become a single cat woman for the next 40 years. And she'll grab on to whatever dude. Ideally, she wants to get the high SMV dude. But if she can't get him, she'll just take the beta provider, the simp, the guy she can walk all over. Kevin James' character from the movie Hitch. I always use that as an example. But whatever it is, now they'll, they'll crap on him, they'll disrespect him, they'll be rude to him because they're not appreciative. They're not realizing, oh, you know, this guy's taking me on at the end of my my fertility, my my beauty years. He's doing me a favor. No, of course, he's. they're not going to say that because that's solipsism. The solipsism blocks them for being appreciative of that. So as long as she's getting validation and affirmation from any men, it keeps her in this state of having an overinflated SMV. It's akin to the alpha widow. The alpha widow is the ugly woman who gets banged or goes into a short-term relationship with a high SMV man. The high SMV man maybe is just in a lull or can't find anyone hotter at the bar. There's no one hotter at the bar, so he goes and bangs the four. So now the four thinks that she's hot because she got the high SMV dude. And so now her her estimation of herself is overinflated because she once banged the alpha. So she's like, if I once bang the alpha, I can always get the alpha. So it's kind of like that with the 40-year-olds. There's all If they're on Match or eHarmony, they're going to get messages. They're always going to get messages. I have female friends. They show me their Match accounts. They get like 100 likes in four days, even if they're averagely attractive. So this is a validation they get. So this is this kind of goes in part with Rolo Tomasi's view of why a woman's SMV stays at a 10 all the way through her 40s because there's always somebody giving her the affirmation. If these beta provider types in their 40s weren't messaging these single moms who are fat and have debt and all these issues uh, who are 40 years old, then they would get a better estimation. But still... The solipsism blocks them from really just being like to any 42-year-old or writing this in their in their profile. Yes, I'm 42. I know I'm not in the best shape anymore. I just would like to find a man to share my life with. I'll be very kind and sweet and I won't overspend money because I know that you're taking me on because you're the king and you're the catch. You will never see a profile that says that. Never. Because in their mind, their SMV is always higher. Always higher than it really is. Go, go show any woman the SMV graph and see what she's going to say. Right? It's all going to be anger, denial, and shame tactics. Who, who came up with this? 
some bitter man. This is misogynistic. This is hateful. It should be banned and canceled. But instinctually, they know it's true, but they can't admit that because that's solipsism. It blinds them. So sometimes you might be on dating profiles or whatever, and you're, you see a fat 42-year-old with a bunch of tattoos, and you're like, how, how does she have a profile where she's like, I'm the queen, and if you can't handle me on my worst day, you don't deserve me on my best day. You know, like all this baggage she has, she's still blustery. It's because she has an overinflated view of her SMV because she was probably an alpha widow and she doesn't understand sexual market value and she's still getting affirmation from the simps. And all these three things will make her still continue to have that blustery, proud, haughty mentality. Now, on one level, it's all artifice and facade because she knows that she doesn't look as good as 22, but women are extremely good at compartmentalizing in their mind. Extremely good at it, much better than men are. They can be in big-time cognitive dissonance and not even think about it and know that they're in cognitive dissonance. So guys, just understand this. And women, look, if you're listening and you're, you're post-wall and you, you want a profile, write a profile, just, just be gracious and humble. Because look, it, it's like a broke man who's fat writing in a profile, I'm the king, I'm the judge, oh, I'm, you just would laugh at it. Because you know he's not. So it's the same thing. When you write a profile where you're like, I'm still hot, I still got it, men just laugh at you. But see, men are wired differently than women. Men will F an ugly woman. We call it a slump buster. A man will put their, their, their schlong in any warm hole. And this is something that the, the women in their 40s and 50s, they're so desperate because they're trying to find the beta provider, don't get. Well, this is also connected to the stepfather effect video episode that we did on how kids of single moms have a much higher rate of being abused. Because women are so desperate for that validation that they'll let any man into their life, any man that even has a modicum of SMV, because they're so desperate to get provisioning and security and get married, that they let these bad boys come in and they really think that these bad boys want to marry him. But these bad boys don't want to marry him because they're 40-something. They'll bang you and that's it. But then they, sometimes it's so hard for women to lower their standards. Like, I don't want to be end up with Kevin James from Hitch. I deserve better. And that's delusion. They're deluded. No, you don't deserve better. Men of high SMV of your age are going to be going after the 20 and 30-somethings. You just can't get mad at it, women. You have to accept that's how men are. Just like men can't get mad at hypergamy. There's no reason to get mad at hypergamy. It's the same thing here. Both sexes are shallow. Come to terms with it and deal with it and then make the best that you can with it. So ladies, in closing, make your profiles humble. Realize, come to terms with the fact that you're not as hot as when you were 22. Of course, there's exceptions. But as a whole, you're not as hot as when you were 22 and have some humility. Guys, if you appreciate my content, I'll post an honest review on Apple. If you have an Apple product, it takes you five seconds. It helps get the algorithm out so more people can, can get this content. Also, there's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal if you want to donate some money to help pay for hosting these episodes on a server. And also, there's a link for naturopathicearth.com, my website. Click on that. It takes you over there, and you can listen to all the episodes over there because the first 140 are no longer on the Apple feed because Apple only supports 300 episodes at one time. And I understand some of you maybe are listening to it on another platform. 
But you can also check out the articles that I have there and tons of recipes. There's, you'll notice my two books on the home page. Click on the thumbnails for the, my two books, and that takes you to Amazon. And you can buy my books there on, on paperback or Kindle or anything that you buy on Amazon within 24 hours by going through our links. We get a 2% commission at no expense to you. So if you're planning to buy stereo equipment or whatever, please go through naturopathicearth.com and then click on uh, the book to get to Amazon, and then you can search whatever you want. If you want to talk one-on-one, contact me through clarity.fm. And lastly, please subscribe and post an honest review for The Awakened Man. It just helps get this message out to more men. We are the most episoded and reviewed MGTOW channel, and I'm proud of that, and that's because partly of you guys. Also, subscribe to the Female Holistic Health Apothecary and Confessions of an Obese Child, which is a podcast that deals with addictions and early childhood trauma and how it affects you in your adulthood. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.